Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com. Another great day in the books today. It is Friday. I know it's kind of chilly, kind of gloomy outside, but that's okay. We're alive, we're well, we're doing okay, and the weekend's on its way. So anyways, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Once again, like I say in other episodes, you know, I know it, it's part of your day, part of your time. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me, and I appreciate the fact that I have something valuable enough to say that you take your time to even pay attention to what I'm saying. Anyways, today's episode, just like the the title says, I want to talk about forgiveness. And with forgiveness, I think part of it comes regret. And so I'm going to kind of bind those two together in this particular podcast. And with forgiveness, I'm going to use a personal example. I'm going to use the example of the forgiveness with my mother prior to her passing away and kind of that story and, and the backstory to that. So, um, you know, one of the biggest things is, and I hear this from a lot of people, you know, it's, it's somebody does something wrong, somebody upsets somebody, and they no longer talk, they no longer speak to each other. One person typically cares a little more about reengaging, and they assume that the other person doesn't care about that. They assume that the other person has no intention on reengaging. Maybe they don't care to, maybe they don't even miss the scenario, the situation. And I'm not talking about, you know, basic situations. I'm talking about longtime friends family members, sons, daughters, moms, fathers, things like that, you know, where we get into a mode and it's no longer, hey, I care about this person. It's fuck them. You know, that's typically the response. You know, there's no forgiveness there. And the one thing that I know, and I know this from personal experience, is that can sometimes turn into regret. You know, sometimes we get ourselves in a situation where we're just so caught up in not forgiving that person and not walking away from the issue and not accepting the problem and not dealing with the problem that we lose contact with them and we lose contact with them over a long period of time and we don't realize how long that period of time has been because it's no longer on the front of your mind. You've moved on with your life, things have gotten better, whatever the case may be, you know. And like I said, I use my mom for an example of this. Her and I didn't start reconnecting and start talking again until almost a month prior to her passing away. And like I said earlier, with regret or with forgiveness sometimes comes regret. And in this particular case that is the case, you know. Most of you know my mom passed away. She passed away while she was dealing with cancer. She passed away, however, from a drug overdose. She had gotten in a situation where she shouldn't have been in. She had a history of drugs in the past. That history cleared itself. You know, she she got back on the right track, and she went 17, 18, 19 years without using any drugs. Well, when she started to relapse, because the one thing we know is a person has the potential relapse at any point in their life, just because a person stops using drugs doesn't mean that they're going to stop forever. You know, there's certain triggers and certain things that put people back in the situation where they may start using again. My mom's big thing was always uppers, you know, Adderall, um, Coke, meth, things like that, things that got her up and got her moving. And so when she fell back into this relapse, I had a hard time forgiving her. You know, I went through a lot from her drug addiction, selling drugs, everything else that she had done. And so I had been through a lot. In turn, she also went through a lot dealing with me. You know, I was no saint by any stretch of the means. I mean, I was was not the best kid on the block. So, you know, some people that are listening to that know that because you grew up with me and know who I was. Um, you know, my mom put up with a lot when it came to that. So she sacrificed as well. But when she relapsed and went back down that path, you know, it was easy to block her out because she was, you know, eight, 900 miles away. And it's easier to say, hey, you know what, fix this. If you don't, I'm gone. And that's, that's what the conversation boiled down to be, you know, hey, get off drugs. If you don't, you'll never meet your grandchildren. 
And that is a, that sentence right there is one that I always hold regret to saying, you know, and it's, it's regret because, you know, when I was cleaning out my mom's stuff and going through her storage and everything else, there was a piece of paper that I found. And on that piece of paper, it said my granddaughter's name, Rowan Alexandria, you know, and that kind of hit me. You know, you want to talk about getting kicked in the balls. That definitely kicked me in the balls. I still carry that piece of paper with me, that piece of paper I keep in a safe place. You know, it was one piece of, of my mother that, you know, she always cared about family. It didn't matter the drugs and everything else. You know, people can say, well, if you're on drugs, you don't care about your family. Uh, you know, that can be interpreted in a couple different ways. She definitely tried to give all that she could for her family. But sometimes there's things that are stronger than us. And in this case, it, it happened to be her drug usage. You know, but going through her belongings and seeing the things like pictures of myself and pictures I had sent her of of Rowan because Lincoln wasn't even conceived at this point, you know, and, and I look at that and I realize that the regret that I had because I never took the time to forgive. You know, at one point I had went to the Cancer Treatment Center of America with my mom. She she begged me to go, and this was at a point that I wasn't talking to her too often, and I agreed to go, and when I went, it was... You know, at that point in time, I looked at it as a money suck. She just wanted me up there because she had no money and she needed somebody to pay for the stuff she needed. And I didn't look at it as maybe she wanted me up there because she was scared and didn't know what was going on and she wanted her oldest son there with her. You know, I don't know if that was the case or not, but I do know that, you know, I was the person that spent time with her up there and I didn't take it for what it was worth. You know, during that time, obviously, she didn't have access to drugs or anything. So she was coming down off a lot of stuff, she was sleeping a lot. You know, and she wasn't in the best best of positions or in the best of moods, to say the least. You know, but came a time, and this is where we started to re-engage and start talking again, and she cleaned up. She stopped doing drugs. She got away from the old playgrounds. And the big thing is, is we realized that if you take someone who has an addiction and you reintroduce them into a situation that they've always been in where that addiction has survived, they're going to go back to that addiction in most cases. We have to realize that there's a willpower that comes into that. And with that willpower, it's it's acknowledging and saying, you know what, I've got to separate myself from these people, these places, these activities, these things, these habits in order to keep myself from going back. You know, I'm going to use a light example. You take a smoker, for example. Smoker stops smoking. But the old habit was wake up in the morning, have a cup of coffee, smoke a cigarette on the porch, you know, go out at night, smoke some cigarettes while you drink. I mean, all of us know those people that they only smoke when they drink. Why? Because it's a habit that's formed when it's combined with another habit. And so in order to stop doing that, in a lot of cases, you have to remove them from that environment. Well, what happened is when she cleaned up, she had to go back to get her remaining belongings in Iowa. She went back to that environment. When she went back to that environment is when she ultimately overdosed on drugs. You know, and, and the thing was is I got the phone call when my mom was in the hospital when they were resuscitating her. They had resuscitated her numerous times, and the doctor I spoke to said, you know, it, we've worked on her so much, we can keep bringing her back, but her body has been through a lot of trauma, and more than likely she's got not going to make it. What do you want us to do? Well, here we are a month after, you know, starting to get things back in the groove and starting to talk and everything. My brother had come to town and I have to make the decision of the fate of what's going to happen with my mother. Do I say, hey, keep working on her. Don't stop no matter what it is. Just keep doing what you're doing. Or do I say, let her go? I had to make that decision. The decision was ultimately to let her go because there was no other choice in that particular matter. 
you know, but the thing is, is that forgiveness, you know, it took me a while to start to refocus and realize that there was a lot of regret because the fact that I couldn't forgive, I was too stubborn to go back and say, you know what? You make mistakes. I make mistakes. We both make mistakes. We're human, but we love each other and we always stand by each other. I was too stubborn to do that. Now, I say that because I know there's people listening right now that there's somebody in your life that you have a passion for not liking. Or maybe there's somebody in your life that you've lost and you're on the other end of this coin. You're the mom in this situation and the other person is me, you know. And the fact of the matter is, is sometimes it just takes that steady reaching out that, hey, you know what? Be vulnerable. Give them some feelings. Hey, I miss you. I miss talking to you. I miss seeing you, you know. Um, and, and try to pursue that. If it's somebody important in life, obviously, you know, if it's an ex-girlfriend or something and they moved on and they, they got a new husband and stuff, you probably want to leave that one alone because you're probably going to have some pissed off husband show up at your front doorstep ready to whoop your ass. But if it's somebody, a son, a daughter, a mother, a father, something like that, you know, ultimately we have to find it in our hearts to forgive. If not, we find ourselves to where fate takes over and that person is no longer with us. And you have to ask yourself that today. If there's a person you're upset with and if there's a person you're pissed off with and they disappeared tomorrow, how would you feel? You have to ask yourself, you know, am I okay with that? Has this person done me so wrong that I wouldn't care if they disappeared off the face of the earth? And when I say that, I don't mean temporarily. I mean permanently. I never have the opportunity to say, Mom, I'm sorry. Here's a picture of your granddaughter. Here she is. Shake her hand. Meet her. Give her a hug. By the way, this is your grandson as well. I'll never have that opportunity, and that opportunity I'll never have because I chose to use forgiveness, or not. I'm sorry, not to use forgiveness as a tool in my tool belt. I chose to be stubborn. I chose to fight what I shouldn't have fought. Instead, I should have tried to find help for her. I should have tried to be there for her because ultimately at the signs I saw, was that that's what she wanted. She wanted her son there, her granddaughter there. She wanted her family in her life. You know, and instead of being the person that I was able to be and be there for her, I was a person that pushed her out of my life. And like I said, it's a it's a regret. You can't go back. You can't say I'm sorry. You can't introduce people into your life. My daughter and my son will never know who their grandmother is. You know, and the, and some of the hardest things was going back and picking up those pieces and figuring out what I need to do in order to get everything settled. You know, there's a lot of work when you lose somebody. And the last thing I want a listener on here, a person that, that tunes in that listens is to have that regret because they lose somebody that they ultimately never forgave. If somebody has done you that wrong, so be it. Move on with your life. Do what you got to do. But if you actually think at some point you're going to miss this person, then you need to reach out. You need to do something. I talked to a guy not too long ago. He's in a similar situation. His son is no longer in his life. He misses his son to death. He thinks his son doesn't want anything to do with him. He thinks his son thinks he's a horrible person. And I never dug in to find out what the situation was. I never asked. It's not my business. But it's what triggered this podcast. It's what triggered that thought of, hey, you know what? I lived with this regret. I know how it feels. I know how it feels to be on the other end of that coin. And I know the things that my mom did in order to try to slowly get me back in her life. She was persistent. You know, there's no question about it. She texted me. She called me. She called me a million times. 
And I would never answer. I send it to voicemail. And let me tell you something. Right now, I wish she would call me. I wish I could pick up the phone and her voice was on the other end, but that will never happen. So now all I have is memories. And unfortunately, because of my stubbornness, there's a window of time where the memories don't exist. See, here's the thing. I sit here and I tell you about my mom's drug usage and how she did this and did that. But one thing you have to remember is my mom was also a person that cared very deeply for her family. She was a person that was always there for her family. She was a person that always had a smile on her face. She was a person that would give her shirt off her back for anybody, a complete stranger. So it wasn't that she was a bad person. It wasn't that she went her whole life abusing us and doing drugs and running the town and doing everything else. It's that she made poor decisions from time to time. And like any of us, all it takes is one poor decision for us to decide to lock up and say we don't want that person in our life anymore. But if you were to lose that person today, is that one poor decision worth the loss that you'll have? You know, it's, it's funny because when we shut somebody out, we automatically expect everybody that's close to us to shut them out as well. And it was eye-opening. I was in a, a scenario and a, a person had made a comment, and this is a totally different person, but this person did not agree or had a grudge or something against another person that's a family member as well. And the question was, why do you even talk to that person? You know, and I, in response, I said, I don't have a problem with them. They never did anything to me. Whatever grudge you have against them is between you two. That's for you two to solve. I'm not going to hold a grudge and lose out and miss out on something that somebody else may be able to provide, you know, experience, memories, things like that, because somebody's pissed off at them. You know, we pick and choose our own battles. But like I said, you have to ask yourself, if that person disappeared tomorrow, would you be okay with that? Would you truly, truly be okay with that? And I hope everyone that's listening, if you're in that situation, you take a second, you say, is it worth it? And I hope that one person that happens to listen to this podcast decides to change that fate and pick up their phone or stop by their house or send them a Facebook message or whatever it may be to go back and say, hey, you know what? We need to fix this. I'm not saying you need to forgive and forget. I'm saying you need to repair, recover, and continue. You need to go on with your life. You need to fix whatever the problem may be. So I hope this message is finding you well today. It's a little bit shorter podcast than most of them, but I can only talk so much about forgiveness and regret before it starts to get repetitive. So I hope everyone's having a great Friday. And once again, if you got that person that you regret or you wish you could speak to, reach out to them. Do your best. Do your best to get their forgiveness. Do your best to own up to whatever it may be. Say, hey, I fucked up. It was my fault. But I want you back in my life. And try your best to move forward. You know, it's funny that this comes right after Valentine's Day, one of the biggest days for love throughout our our nation, a, a day that is symbolic of hearts and love and caring and everything else. And here we are, we're talking about the opposite end of the coin. But the fact of the matter is, it's not really the opposite end of the coin. Because if you have a true regret for losing that person, you still love and care about that person. And there's a reason why you hold on. So get out there and do what you need to do to make amends, to make things right. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope everyone's having a fantastic day. I hope everyone's weekend goes well. Hope you look forward to to listening to me on Monday. We'll talk to you soon.